Hey, this is Daryl Strawberry, and you listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show. What can I say about my brother Daniel that hasn't already been said dozens of times in police reports? Jim Kelly, you're listening to Daniel Baldwin Show on ESPN Radio. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. A woman on the radio talks about <laughs> We're trying yes. to do a show here. We're doing a show here, boys. Radio professionals. <laughs> Matt Park collecting his gear a little late, there prepping me for a, for a uh, an engagement this evening that I'll be speaking at. Park nailed me with this line. This is a tremendous line. I will be stealing it, and I will give him credit. He walks up to me. He goes, "Hey, uh, he goes, hey, uh, Baldwin, do you uh, you believe in free speech?" And I went. Of course I believe in free speech, Matt. Of course it's an imperative part of our society. He goes, great, this uh, place wants you to do a free speech. <laughs> and just wrote me into it. Oh, those, it was like a big mouth bass in the weeds. Get all the scalloped potatoes you can. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Help yourself. Get as much done. scalloped potatoes as you can eat, Matt. Try the, try the veal. It's the best in the city. <laughs> Here we what, are. We are what's Here. happening, man? Listen, I was on this morning assault, flying solo. I know. Do, doing doing uh, replacing uh, for the day, for the week, actually. Gomez and Lisa were on vacation. I got to tell you, Josh, I have a new appreciation for you, man. Why is I, that? I do, well, you know, you're K Rock Josh. You know, Thank you, you. You, do, you do like almost four hours, I think, or something, which mm. is even an hour more uh, than what I did this morning. And I got to tell you something. It takes a lot out of you, man. It, it can, but you, you get used to it. And I heard, and I asked, I go, uh, I, was, I was asking the, the people who are listening to go, did, was he running out of steam? And they said, no, he was going, he was full board all the way to the end. Oh, no, I hit the pedal, but yeah. you know, it's still, it's still, it takes a lot. Uh, you know, I'm you hungry sure, over there? I'm sure, the guy, <laughs> I'm sure the guys who are now working on the streets right now or up on a roof somewhere are really feeling for you guys telling I know fart jokes. Oh, listen, listen, listen. I got, I, got, I, got, I got buried a few people, lots of people that showed love, lots of people that liked what I did. I had a neighbor of mine. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not going to say his name. This but, is brutal. But this is brutal. So he's been over my house. His son has worked around the house with me. We've gone to, the, to Y and Baldwinsville and played basketball together. And he turns around. And he puts on open Facebook on the uh, uh, on the Facebook page for the station. <laughs> he goes, "Wow, the Gomez and Lisa show has no, no. Wow, TK ninety nine has really taken a turn for the worse." That's what he writes about <laughs> yeah. my show. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, baby, Indians. Oh, yeah, right in the back. Well, listen, Shot it down. Nobody's safe, man. Nobody's so, safe. There is. There's blood and hair everywhere right everywhere. now. You know, but I'm not afraid. I'm not no, afraid of the gore. No, you're not. I'm not afraid of the gore. You hungry guy? You need anything? <laughs> <laughs> he's in sales. He's just watching us do our thing today. He's just coming in to check yeah. it out. Yeah, see what he's selling. Wow, see, what yeah. are you selling? But we'll get in front of a mic. He's not a mic guy. He's a sales guy. Then I want him out. Oh, then he's out. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to understand this. This man. I like that they just put you on every open microphone in this building now. Yeah, but, yeah but anywhere that in the- <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm like that guy that you get, you go, well, he can play a little outfield, he can play short, he's not very fast, he definitely can play first base, he can hit. Mm-hmm. He can definitely hit. So you got to find, kind of try to find a spot where he fills in the holes. You're like Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. He, is. <laughs> he is. He's the Ryan Seacrest. Ooh. A big manly Ryan Seacrest. I'm a big furry Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> How long until he's like hosting a disco show on Sunday or something? You hey, know Daniel, what, though? Did you do a disco show? Oh, oh, okay, so he's, so he's everywhere, but... He's got to be making Buku Dolores, right? I mean, he's got to be making a ton of dough. Who? Seacrest. See, oh my God! Yeah, he's set up. He's the last. He has taken all the radio jobs. There's none left. That's why. But, but I mean, he's also on Idol. He's also. I mean, he he's all over the place. The Idol gig's got to be paying him back. He's like the Plenty longest running character on there right Plenty now. Plenty. He's, like, he's the cash. last man standing. They're What's all bumping him. Three hundred fifty million dollars. Wow. 
Three hundred and fifty million dollars. Take that, marketing boy. <laughs> That's nothing. He's three hundred and fifty. Can we get a name? Can we, we make reference to like, like why people oh, are? Sorry, Colin. Colin. Colin is Colin. in here. Colin or Colin? Colin. Colin. C U L E N. with you. Yeah. All right, man. He's like like a lobster with one claw. And Colin, I want to thank you for saying your name because we all panicked when we asked your name and none of us knew it. I'll tell you. I saw. I, I wanna, listen. I'm, si- I'm, I'm sitting. Ne- <laughs> I'm sitting you. next to. I'm sitting next to. I'm sitting next to Paulie the Mole, and I figure this is a spy. This is a no, spy. No, he sits out next to uh, Nick Maine. This is a spy. He's never been in this room before. I don't acknowledge anyone outside the oh, door. <laughs> But he pulled the bro move when Daniel said, what's his name? And Paulie and I completely drew a blank. And he said, it (laughs) is Colin. Thank you. That's a bro move, Colin. So so tell me a little more. Cullen is in the room because... When when he's new, and when someone's new, they invite them to like watch the radio shows be done. Which I've never understood because what is this, Cullen? Like, what will you... The, what is going I on I want to know if we have a standing invitation to sit by Cullen's station and see what he does. Can we just go sit in sales meetings? Yeah. Now? Just just like- sa- <laughs> well, I, I want to know. You yeah. know, when you're in the middle of what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, and, and say nothing. I just want to be standing in the corner of the room. I like that. Yeah. We're, we're definitely doing it. We should all do it. And I feel bad for in. Colin, and I feel bad for all the salespeople. They... They stuff in the radio shows. They do it on the morning shows, too. But they make us feel like lab rats. They're just <laughs> staring well, yeah, at well, us. Well, well, yeah, because, you know, we don't really know. They can listen outside the room to what we do. They, this does broadcast a, to speakers. Uh, right, yeah. right. So, and There are actually a few individuals here that do listen to an occasional <laughs> show, I've noticed. Yeah, right. Not often, but right. they listen to an occasional show. The great one, Ed Levine, will a- occasionally spy Oh, he you. listens. Uh, oh, yeah, no, I know he listens. Uh, Nothing gets uh, by I got, Oh, I got I got my my, uh, my notes from him about the morning show. Well, where do I start? You know, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. He he uh, he put it down for me. Gave me his opinion on stuff. Did you guys see this Delta Airlines thing going on? They had right a now? bad day. Oh man, they had a terrible day at Delta Airlines. So first of all, the the NRA dumps them. They're they're, they're gone with that. They 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 cut those. The bad boys. The relationship is severed there. That's got to be several million. There's five million people in the NRA. Okay, five million people. None of them will ever fly Delta again. Not that Delta's doing that great that they want to lose potential five million clients. Now let's say... Did they they offered a discount? Was that one of the well, discounts? Yeah, it's one, it, what everybody does with the NRA is if you get an NRA card, you get a discount. It's like AAA. You know? so oh, if gotcha, you, gotcha. If, you, if you're in the NRA, we'll give you 10% off your tickets. So so Delta removed this gratuity. Now, yes. Is that, is that the nature yes. of the beast? Okay. So what I got my hands on here, though, and the way I hear the story from reading the article is the U.S. Olympic curling team, which won gold medal for the first time, uh, they kind of, they were feeling, you know, how successful they were. And how much are you really going to parlay your gold medal in curling? Even if you dominated the sport, you know, I, I mean, maybe in Iceland or a couple other places where curling is that hot, are you going to be able to get like an endorsement deal or something? America, you end up on Kimmel once and you're right, done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, you get to walk by the White House lawn. You don't actually get to go <laughs> in the White House. I watched some curling this year and it looks like ever, like the curling champions all become coaches, but they can coach any country they want so like all these random countries would have canadians as coaches so i'd imagine these guys will get that crisp 28 grand a year being a curling coach or whatever (laughs) whatever it pays so so someone comes up with a great idea from the curling team to go ahead and tweet out to delta airlines hey would it be too much to ask since we won the first gold medal ever in curling for the u.s to upgrade our flight to first class so, you know, a couple of people, hey, yeah, you know, the other team members, coaches, sure, sure. hey, that would be great, blah, and Delta fires back. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there. Congratulations on, on gold medal champions. We are honored 
to be your ride back home. While we don't have any upgrades to offer, we look forward to seeing you on board. Thanks for flying with us. So, so they got snubbed. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, don't even respond if you're not going to do it, right? Well. Well, the, 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 great, the great thing about it is I've dug in deeper. There were empty first class seats, several on the flight. Mm-hmm. So, and then in the upgrade, they didn't even have enough people to upgrade on. Mm-hmm. They didn't even fill them all. And they let these go, well, what would it cost them to turn around and put these guys up there? That's the kind of thing that if you do it, you don't need to have permission because there was an action taken by your company yeah. to go ahead and say, hey, you know what we did? At Delta, we decided to give away seven seats that were open and didn't take. Now, here, here's a great thing about the airline. Too, and this has happened to me, happens to me once a month at least. So I get to the airport and I walk up to the, and, and, and the company that I work for that I do my talk shows um, buys coach tickets. They'll buy the extra legroom coach, but they don't buy first class. So I'll always try to upgrade because if you go in and you actually put your ID in the machine when you're put, when you're registering and getting your boarding passes yourself, it usually, if it's available, gives you an upgrade option. Mm-hmm. And that's like at, at gate time, like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. you know, 79 bucks from here to Chicago and another 119 from right. Chicago to Texas. I do it. I just eat it. I, I do it. It's much nicer to be in the first class sure. seat. If it's not, it'll say that it's not available. Well, when I have to check in and take a bag, you can't use that machine or, or it's not as easy. Or when it doesn't give me the upgrade option, I always go to the counter first to find out. And then I'll say, well, I'll say, well, we can put you on the list. And then I look at the person and I say, okay, well, what if I want to buy it? I'm number 13 on the upgrade list. What if I'm willing to pay for the seat? Yeah, no, that's not available. We reserve that for our our customers. I went, do you want to know why you guys are going out of business? Yeah. You're going out of business because some guy, because he flies with you a lot, who's not willing to pony up the money and buys a coach seat, hoping that his miles gets him upgraded, versus a guy who will pay you 250 bucks more for the flight, which is far more valuable to you, I believe, the cash, than the upgrade. <laughs> no, no, they don't do that. They're, they're not, they're they're not uh, going to make it available. reporting that Delta has lost, or will project to lose, billions with a B this year. Just because of the NRA stuff and now this stuff. I, I got a question for you. Tell me. They're they're not upgrading athletes and they're cutting the NRA. Does that mean they're making the biathletes swim back from Korea? Mm. That was the joke you reached for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you think about that? Are you taking notes? Yes, please. Are you taking notes? Yeah. yeah athletes definitely. and guns. Baldwin yeah. and Josh talk more. We sell more. <laughs> Ad time. Got it. Got it. Cullen's Shut over. Up, He's all Polly. over. He's, yeah, <laughs> Cullen's all over you right now. You're gonna be the you're gonna be the focal point of the next staff. But have you ever had the like like thought to yourself, hey, I just did something really great. I'm gonna ask for a freebie. Like I wouldn't even go to Delta and say, hey, we just won the gold. Why don't you upgrade us? Well, I, I, again, I think that uh, you know, look on look at the reverse effect. Michael Phelps won what eight, eight, nine? How many? How many gold medals? All. He won all of them. He, he yeah. won everything. He yeah. won everything. He went in. Okay, so he beats Mark Spitz. He surpasses him as the most Olympic gold medals won in a single Olympics. And then he goes and does a bong hit that someone took a took a video of yep. him. And did you see that guy with that success? Spitz was in everything in the seventies. He was America's darling. Bruce Jenner, same thing. Well, Who? Not anymore, but uh, but but still, the point is, these guys are trying to grab up. They they might only get a flight. Mm-hmm. They might literally only get a flight of this, and and some you know deal for a, a a drink of some kind. But they'll all have to be there and super. When they have to superimpose on the bottom of the screen, U.S. gold medal curling team. No one knows who you are by sight. Then that's why they have to put that out there. So they're looking at best at that one shot of Kimmel and and a little bit of recognition at home. But this was you know a fifteen hundred dollars ticket, and they were and they were going to go while the iron was hot. Well, they are. Name one player on the team. 
Uh, Anyone. Mm. The guy that looks like Mario, the mustache. Yeah. He's the guy that Jeff something. Jeff Aquafama. Yeah, whatever he is. Right. There the average go. median income for a curler is between seventy five dollars and $100,000 a year, which is way more than I thought it was going to be. Wait a minute. The average median income on what they do on the side or because of the curling? Because they're curlers. Like, they'll play in championships and professional they'll Professional curlers? Yeah, professional wow. curlers. I think, Joe Sa- I think Joe Salzone should start curling. I, dude, for that kind of case, sure. Are you kidding me? Seventy five to one hundred G's to am, curl. Am I allowed to crowbar Joe into this? He shaved his face. <laughs> he did. Shave, he yeah. shaved his face, and now you can see all all of his chins. It's like me. I, I can't, never realized he yeah. had so many chins. You you love Salzone. <laughs> Really Look, here he comes. Look, it was a bad, it was a bad decision shaving in, that mud, bro. Joe Salzone, a.k.a. Larry Dickman, live in the mic. It was a horrible decision. In my defense, I gave up caring about my appearance <laughs> about 25 years ago. Oh, we know. <laughs> is that like shocking revelation? <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> where, where the amount of chins you have is surprising to you when you were done shaving. <laughs> 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 Joe Salzone has more chins than the South Korean attendance of the Olympics. <laughs> wow. All right, man. you're free to go, Joe. Thank you. Less wow. is more, we're told with you, Joe, and I agree with that. <laughs> more facial hair, though. I think it makes him look younger and more handsome. Stop. Oh, his face is round. <laughs> look at you, scruffy. That's right, I hide my chins. <laughs> you're scruffed. Are you gonna grow that into what happens no, in the can't. ball? I region got Joe. I got yeah. Joe. Dirt. He's got. He's, he does. He's got, he's, got, he's got nothing going from like you know cheekbone to 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 your sideburns. It's just kind of. It's almost like an Amish choice you're making <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, got I got the Amish thing going. Uh, let's go to break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about some more very interesting things. that are going to keep you as bored as possible this <laughs> afternoon. I do have a good text though. We're uh, talking about college athletes getting paid. It came in over the weekend. Oh, I, I, like I, I like it. I think that you'd be a good one to talk like about. So go, we will come back. Let's go to break uh, here on the uh, on the big show. The Orange women return to Greensboro for the ACC tournament this Thursday. Syracuse and Virginia Tech tip it to Orange pregame one forty five. Right here on ESPN 97.7. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now! Presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. You know, I almost went out, mm. and I, t- I got news for you. It's it's catching fire out there right now at Del Lago. They didn't have any rooms available. Wow. I tried to use the, you sponsor my show. You do. I called the great Jason Klug. Okay. Yeah, he, he was Baldwin, Baldwin. Who is this? Which one? Oh, yeah, you're the guy who does Trump. I'm like, Jason, it's Daniel. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you got the sorry. curler treatment? Yeah. I, got did, I totally mm-hmm. got it. I got, I, got, I, got, I got like axe. But you know what? That just means that you know they're a power player in the deck right now. Yeah. And we have to up our ante here in order to make them kneel before Zod. Oh, wow. Son of Jarell. So let's play a little So What. Oh, I love what it. What do you got over there? All right, I got this. Is Colin playing? Colin, get in here. Grab get my, in here. Grab my Colin. Are you a sports fan? For do, you know what, do you know what So What is? All right, So What is? He's going to read us something that he came up with, and you can say, So What? What's like it just means nothing to you. Or if you're not going to say So What, or you can make excessive noise while I'm speaking. <laughs> um, if you're not going to say So What, you have to say why you don't think it's So What. Okay, let's go. You'll okay. catch on. People traveling along 480 in Cleveland on Monday might be distracted by three billboards. Uh, apparently someone, a Sixers fan or the Sixers, have purchased three billboards trying to lure LeBron James away from Cleveland when he's a free agent. 
Okay, well, first of all, there's there is like no chance that LeBron James is going to go to Philly. So as much as that's fine, really? and, yeah, they there's, got no, there's a good young talent. There's around no him? chance he's going to Philly. There's no chance he's going to Philly. So uh, if he goes, look, if I'm him, and now you don't know with Porzingis what's going on, but if you were to write the storybook, no one's done it since '73. You go to where there's 14 million ravenous fans in New York City, and you turn around. And you'd win the the minute LeBron stepped on the court, they win the East. That worked great for Carmelo. They they, they, they win. He's not, Carmelo is not LeBron. So so, but but the minute they they go. Also remember, if Carmelo, if LeBron rather goes to New York. What does that attract in other guys that see? There's been a, an odd occurrence that has happened in the NBA since the, the actual collusion of the Miami team that they put together that LeBron was involved in. And that is, hey guys, it'd be really easy to win the East and go as opposed to go out to one of four teams in the West and all of us chase and try to beat Golden State. So there's even a rumor that he might go to Golden State, they've been talking about now. LeBron James to Golden State. But that's why the Philadelphia rumor is juicy, because they've got the talent to win if he comes there already. Okay, You're not okay. having to lure anybody. Right, right. So this is back to our NCAA NIT uh, uh, argument that we have going on in the office that I seem to be the only one on one side, which is I have said that I think that winning the NIT, winning the whole thing is better than going to the NCAA tournament and losing in the first round. I'm being told what a complete idiot I am. That's not true. Blah, blah, blah. Great. Maybe I'm too um, holding on to uh, the the days of old before there was an NCAA tournament because of my age and my experience watching basketball. I'm not sure. I'm still not convinced, uh, and, but I'm open to the dialogue of it. But I'm going to say this to you. Going to play in Philadelphia versus playing in the Knicks, I'd, I would rather be on an average team as a player at the end of my career because of where these guys make their more, their money afterwards. You have, first, a shoe deal in New York is worth a shoe deal in any three other cities. LeBron can be anywhere. Right, right. LeBron can be anywhere. If LeBron, if I'm LeBron's agent, and I'm LeBron James, and winning matters, like I want to go out with an opportunity to win in three seasons, let's say, two titles, he goes to the Houston Rockets. If he goes to the Rockets now, it's the third or fourth largest city in the country. It has a team and a nucleus right now that with his presence, they're in the NBA Finals. So that's why I think that there's no way he's going to Philly. Talk to me. Uh, I uh, I would say so up because I don't know if he has any interest in Philadelphia, so why even put billboards up? But does the new potential playoff uh, rundown change where he goes? If, they, if it is the best 16 or whatever? I think at his level you're talking about winning a title, period. He yeah. doesn't care if he goes to the playoffs. Cully, Cully's first round, Big so what? Have you ever been on the microphone before? This is actually my first time. Wow, the cherry is broken, go. Yeah, oh my goodness. So what um, or not so what, come? Yeah, well, uh, I probably... <laughs> come on, Jay, Jr. Let's we go. do a big build. Come on, so let's go. <laughs> Terrible. I just going to talk really fast. Um, now we know I just thought selling. it was uh, pretty much a joke. I didn't really look into it, I guess, when they were doing that. Yeah. So, I didn't think that they were serious. I thought it was no, weird, yeah, but then I been, heard that it was been lots for of three rumors. months. Yeah, there have been lots of rumors. So what so, do you take on it? I, I'm a Sixers fan. I think it would be awesome. So I'm kind of just holding on hope. 
grasping at straws. Guys are smoking weed. Like LeBron but, James going to be driving down the road and see a billboard and go, this changes everything. Yeah. I got to go to they Philly. They want me in Philly. Yeah, there's got to be something on the inside. They, don't, there, want, right? they don't want me on the Timberwolves. Mm, I can already taste the cheesesteaks <laughs> and racism. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, sorry. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Philadelphia. Good night. <laughs> Syracuse is in the first four out now on the latest edition of Joe Lenardi's Bracketology. You know, we beat Miami. Uh, um, we keep doing the same thing. As as we lose another game, we say, well, this is a must. This is a must. It has always been the same thing that I said in the very beginning. Um, the great one, Ed Levine, seems to think that they have to win at least a game or two in the ACC tournament, which, which by for sure is going to be true if they lose to Clemson. But I said... They have to beat BC, and they have to win one of the three big games that they have left. They beat Miami. We knew that that was gone. And we said, NC, North Carolina, Duke, or Clemson. Well, two of them are foregone conclusions now. So if I still say, if they beat Clemson, and they finish up the way they should have against the way they should against Boston College. They're in no matter what they do in the ACC tournament, in my opinion. So if they lose to Clemson, I think not only do they have to beat C, they beat BC. They have to win two in the in the ACC tournament in order to get in for sure. I I, I think they're out. I just don't think that they've even if they win two. If they win two, yeah, but yeah, they're going to win two. Stick to fart. Are they going to win two? <laughs> wow, sorry, that's terrifying. Go Colleen? back and doing your morning I was just going to say if probably if they if they went out, I agree with you. I don't know how when it comes to the ACC tournament. I don't know. It still I counts. Just, it yeah. Still counts. I just agree with you on that. One. I think we're holding on to straws. Let, it, it, <laughs> Lay it out for us, you, Mole. You brought up something interesting. Your NIT take about how that would be better. Two years ago, last time Syracuse is in the NCAA tournament, they went in on the bubble like this. Nobody expected them to get in. They got that tenth seed. Everybody's like, ah, they'll win one maybe if they're lucky. They make it to the Final Four. Right. That's that's why you want okay. to be okay. invited. You know, I knew someone was going to throw this up at me, which is such crap. So uh, could Syracuse – listen, Syracuse could beat Kansas. They could. If they if Kansas has an off-shooting day and does one of the Syracuse's 22% with 40% from the foul line and they just choke, they could beat anybody in the country. They're if Division a pack one. of wild Falcons attacks Kansas, then right. yes. There they'll you go. Do nothing, no, that's chance. not true. That's not true. They uh, Listen, uh, is Tampa Bay going to beat the Super Bowl shuffle Chicago Bears? If you have two fumbles and throw a coast-to-coast interception, you're down 21 nothing. Yes, of course it could happen. But the, here's the point. They're not a team that's going to the Final Four this year. I don't care how they play. They're not going to the Final Four. So, with that said, because they're not going to put together a series of upset wins, I don't believe, with this team. So, take a look at Matt Park's conversation with me before we got on the air today, which was, look, if they're a young team like this... What does it do for this team's confidence if they were to, because they are a team being this young that doesn't know any better about what the NIT means. And so you get Dolajay five more wins and an NIT victory and winning the championship. How does that help this young team and set them up for next season versus going into the tournament and getting beaten? And now, again, we didn't say we didn't know if they were going to win a game or two in the tournament. I don't know that. Are they going to win it this year? No, they're not going to win it this year. That's not the point, though. That's not why players play. They don't play to get five extra games. They play to make the NCAA tournament, whether it's one game or not. Well, I think when you're at Syracuse University, you play to win the national title. That's the Yeah, well, that's not a, like you're saying, that's probably not a realistic goal with this right. team. Their goal should be to get that one game in the NCAA tournament and then play go as the cards fall. 
Well, I think the question isn't, are they going to to try to get in the NCAA tournament? We continue each week as they win and lose to talk about the probability factors by which that would happen. What we were talking about is, is it more valuable and better for this team, for this team, as mostly freshmen and sophomores, to win the NIT tournament? Is that is that better for them? Everyone else keeps telling me no. I disagree. I think that it does more for the team to win the NIT than it does to lose in the first round. Now, if they win two or three games in the NCAA tournament, bully. Great, great thing for the team. Went further than they should. Showed a team of youngsters they can go further than they think they can. Will that happen? I don't know. That remains but you can't, to be seen. You can't win those games without being there. Oh, here we go. Got to be go. in it to win it, Baldwin. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say off air though? You said that if you in, you the champion of the NIC tournament is what you're sixty ninth in the country. Yeah, yeah right. congratulations. Kids. Nothing wrong with sixty ninth. Hey, favorite oh. number. Hey now. And finally, uh, Central National Bank in Wichita, Kansas, has filed a lawsuit against a woman who repeatedly withdrew cash from a faulty ATM that was giving out hundred dollar bills instead of five dollar bills. Nice. The bank says the woman took out eleven thousand dollars. It's on okay. the bank. Now I have that story for the morning show. Yeah, and I got to tell you the great way that she did it. Right? It's not a sell it. This is great. And, and, and the moral question I intend on asking is, so you take your ATM. She didn't plan it. And it wasn't anyone else's ATM card. It wasn't that other people went. It was, it was, just, it was her card. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to kick you, which I want to see Wichita, t- Kansas, talk about difference in socioeconomics. Have you ever been to an ATM that kicks out $5 no, bills? No, I've never so seen So I've that. never even heard of that before. Spin uh, that Lincoln. So, so I know you guys don't, you guys make big time microphone money, <laughs> but... A lot of ATMs spit out fives. No, do they, they really? Do not. Yeah, I've never seen one ATM. M and T Bank does it. Uh, Wegman's ATM. Well, because you're saying I want fifty five dollars, or you or, or can or do it in increments of five. I've never seen that, it before. I'm with Daniel. I've never yeah. seen it. Twenties, bank, bank tens, tens and twenties. It's all okay. 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 Well, yeah, well uh, again, again, when your balance is fifty two fifty, yeah, you know, and it never goes over that, <laughs> it kicks you out in fives. Yeah. You know? Uh, so, so here's the great thing about. It. So she goes there and she tries to take fifty bucks out. And it gives her, so she's going for it, 10 fives, and it gives yeah. her 10, ten hundreds. Yeah. So she got a thousand. So it comes out, and she's with her daughter, and she doesn't know what to do. So she's like, oh, you know, and they Now, at that moment, there's where you cross, or the, do you go back to the place? You, if you're, you have to be an idiot to think that's not being traced and monetized and, and recorded. And, the camera and you're on a camera. <laughs> so what does she do? This is the beautiful part. She goes back late at night. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to make a difference <laughs> that she didn't go in broad daylight. Someone's going to come running out and grab her. And she does another thousand, another thousand. She does like 11 times. Mm-hmm. She comes back every night. So it was the daughter, I believe, ATM, but the mother drove her. And once the mother drove her multiple times with the intent to do it, she became an accessory to the crime. So she's being charged also. But the question that you have to ask yourself, which doesn't makes this an absolute not so what to me, is... At what point, you know, if you're in that position, so let's go back to the first time. If I'm walking up to my ATM and I and I hit a hundred and it hands me a thousand, first of all, the ATM usually only hands you five hundred. So you know something's wrong. Right, right, right. Secondly, if you don't have a thousand dollars in your account, there's another red flag. I would walk immediately in there and say, Hey man, there's something going on with that machine. Or the next day I would contact someone and let them know that it happened. Now that's what I would do. I think a lot of people who've never seen a thousand before, you know, or a thousand at a time, are probably going to run with it. But you've got to know that you're going to get caught. I like the moral dilemma of it. What would, so, Josh, what would you do? I walk. You're sometimes the, the house wins, sometimes you win, man. Wow. And but you I only see- do it once, right? 
Uh, I might do it a second time, but then I'm out. I'm not coming back late at night. And then I take the money and I put it in a shoebox under my bed. And if they catch me, I go, all right, there's your money back. We all had a good time. And then <laughs> otherwise, if they don't catch me... How long do you wait? About a month. So here's the great thing. So they're going to want the thousand back. It's in the shoebox. Yeah. You hand them the thousand. Isn't it better to go hit that Lago and roll it up, see if you make it 12 grand? Bingo. I would, I would roll it. Because, yeah. if, because if I spent it and I don't have it, I'll go... I, don't know, I thought it was like a Christmas bonus. Bingo, exactly right. I take that thousand, I hit up Del Lago. If it, listen, if I lose it, then we got some issues. But otherwise, I could. What are you gonna up. do? Lock you up? I could walk in the next Maybe. morning. Hey, you gave me a thousand bucks. There it is. It's back. Oh yeah, for sure. You go back after you win twelve. Then, you, then you're, you're clean. large. You're, you're large. Cully, what are you doing? You get a thousand. You took um, out fifty. Questions. Does it directly affect the bank account? Was she able to check it and it's not taking any? Cully, you're getting account? a little technical. On <laughs> Would you take the money are you, are you, or not? I, 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 I'd take the money. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Fired. Paulie? Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't do it because I'd have a heart attack. I would be so anxiety ridden that I was going to get caught. You, would be, you wouldn't enjoy be, the money be, at all, would no, you? No, I wouldn't be able to sleep that night. I would be up all night Every car you out. see, you think it's following he, you. He'd have the bills all rolled up. It's like a tight ball in his hand. <laughs> yeah, like I would lose it. Woo, 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 woo. Freaking out. You're too cute for prison. I know you are. Yeah, you'd be a tent. You'd be a little spring chicken in prison, wouldn't you? You wouldn't last a day. I'd even, I think I'd even sell with you for a little while. <laughs> Let's go to break. Let's go to break. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Quick text on what's, the backside. Hey now, what's that? I, I would be you don't understand. Okay, look for my point. Let's, no, you're hiding it under your arm. Paulie has to give me a point. I, I have to know exactly when. So I'd rather do the action thing like a movie actor. Where you go, action, Daniel, or action. Or mm-hmm. they point at you when they have to be quiet. Because maybe you're doing something that's a really, really heavy emotional scene. They don't want to distract the other actors by yelling action. So the director will just look over you and he'll give you a little point. So I said to Paulie, because I'm not exactly sure when to come in when he's doing different things on the board. And he said, just point at me. So Paulie's got his one arm up and he's pointing into his armpit <laughs> and I can't see. And then he's looking at me and I You're noticed the, the music phone. is still... What are you talking about? It was a, a guy's brother. I'm trying to get into rehab, for God's sake. I recognize the number. I'm trying to save a life. What's more important? You pointing sure. at your armpit or am I saving this kid's life? Sure. Thank you. I rest my case. Text line. I punched Savage. a coin machine at a car wash because it wasn't working. Instead of 10 quarters, I got 30 quarters. I didn't try it again, and I drove away. 30 quarters instead of 10, man. 30 quarters instead of 10. Now, now, what happens karmically if you... Oh, you're struck by lightning that day. Well, you know, that. You know, what's more likely to happen is something as a result of the quarters, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're going to do the $1.75 to use the air hose and blow your tube up, you know? <laughs> so, so that's yeah. where it's... That's the kind of stuff that happens to people when they do that. You put it in Donkey Kong and it doesn't start. Or like you're vacuuming your carpets and you're wearing... There's some consequences for it. <laughs> Your wedding band comes off and goes up the vacuum. Right, there something. you go. There you go. That's the kind of thing, and you lose the wedding band. Mm-hmm. Do the math. That's 30 quarters. What was the other text you had? You had a text about paying yeah, athletes. Yeah, oh, really quick. Over the weekend, uh, we got this. Someone must have been listening to the show on demand, which you can do. You can listen to the Daniel Baldwin Show and all the ESPN radio shows on uh, iTunes and Google Play. Just search ESPN Syracuse. This one says, Daniel, uh, they know that you're a pro pay college athletes. Uh, you want them to pay to be paid, the college athletes. Mm-hmm. This person says, the issue with that, Daniel is that paying collegiate players will change their status from amateur to professional. Therefore, any compensation, educational or otherwise, will be considered income. The university will now be considered their employer. They'll have to be 1099 on anything they've received, such as room and board, 
education, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, well, that's like the equivalent of saying, so if they legalize pot, then people who smoke pot will now be felons. But of course it wouldn't, be the, it wouldn't be that. Those are the laws now. If you decided that you were going to pay an athlete to play, you would exempt them from losing their amateur status while they're playing at the university. You would take into consideration that this kid doesn't have a job besides that, so the university would factor in the taxation and pay it, or you'd make them exempt for college athletes paying for the school, or let the school pick up the tab. So, no, none of that would actually happen if you did that, because you would take that all into consideration when you wrote the laws by which you were going to pay the athlete to play. That was your tax right there. Thank you. Thank Nailed you. it, bro. Check, please. Thank you. Nailed it. I need somebody to handle my taxes. A transgender high school wrestler wins the title again in Texas. Euless, Texas, a transgender high school wrestler in Texas, once again won a state title over the weekend, and once again his victory brought a mix of cheers and jeers. Mac Beggs, a transgender male, won his second straight state title in his girls wrestling weight class. Beggs of Euless Trinity High School outside of Dallas was 36-0 for the season, according to the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. The match was the last of Beggs' high school career. Now, here are the facts. So, this kid is born a female, and as early according to her parents, he identified as being a male. At three years old, they could tell that, that this child and wanted to be a male. So they decided to go through at a very early age with injections of hormones and changing certain things, which gave for a female frame a disproportionate amount of testosterone and muscle mass. So although this, this athlete had, has said that he would wrestle against other males, uh, they've decided that, that he could only wrestle against females because of how, where, or he, what sex he was born into. Um, the other opponent that lost in the state title said, well, she was incredibly much stronger than me. Yeah. You know, and she had, uh, you know, disproportionately large muscles for a female athlete. Yeah, this guy's jacked. He's got armpit hair. He's got huge arms now. It's like, well, come on. What are yeah, you doing? This is like, you know, the 72 Russian basketball, female right. basketball team. Right. You know, were... Isn't that like taking a performance-enhancing drug? Well, you know, and so here's how they got exempted that. The, the Texas Athletic Association or whatever the governing body is said, because it was prescribed by a doctor, it does not fall under the qualifications of a PED. So it's not considered a performance-enhancing drug. Although I got to say, where's the line on that? So if you, if you have a transgender athlete, can you say, you know what, jack them up with the high test for five years, you know, <laughs> and, and, and turn out this monster? Because, I mean, I've seen some female bodybuilders that are just gigantic sure, now. You know, sure. and, and so obviously they're on something that helps them attain that type of muscle mass so disproportionate to their bone structure. Um, and, and, and so at what point do you say it's too much or, or can you give them as much as you want to and turn them into a super athlete? I always wondered what would happen if Bruce Jenner had decided right after the gold medal in the Olympics that he was he was a woman. What if this had happened when he was 28? Mm -hmm. At 32, could he have competed as a female athlete and and won and won a, 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 a decathlon or or, or, or a pentathlon? That's, or that's the weird kind of gray area we're in right now. Like well, if, if you go by birth control, if you go by birth certificate, rather, if we went by birth control, we yeah, wouldn't be we, having we a conversation be here right now. But if your by, parents went by birth control, <laughs> birth wow. certificate. Jeez. If you go by birth certificate, well then yeah, there's going to be a bunch of uneven matches like we see right now. But if you go by what you identify as then that changes everything. Bruce Jenner, though, if he identified as a woman immediately after winning the gold medal. 
she would have destroyed all the other runners. The, well, the issue with wrestling, though, is if you put that girl out there, it's so I don't know where to stand on this. Because if you put the girl out there against a guy and she gets hurt, or well, something. yeah, but let's remember something. When you look at this girl, the the images in the video, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she's bigger than most guys. I mean, yeah, she was rather masculine. really jacked. Yeah. Really yeah, jacked. Her weight up. class does it like one forty or something? I, I, I'm not sure, but but you know, and, and so if you're a guy, if if see now, I don't see it. If she if it was a she at birth, and she decided to to go through these hormone changes and so on and so forth in this transformation and she decided to wrestle against guys i have little problem with that at all same yes i have little problem with that at all i think the reverse though so if if it's a guy and born a guy and decides that it wants to be and and goes through some kind of hormone treatments or whatever you know are you going to see dr knock your wong off and, (laughs) and, and, and do you have to go through the whole procedure in order for that to qualify or can you actually go out with having injections and going through a transformation and actually have uh male parts and still, you know, in, in, get involved in. Well, I mean, let's say, let's let's say, what was the, what was the great movie? Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, uh, Ladybugs. No, 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 uh, no, no, not Ladybugs. It was uh, Juana Man. Juana Man. Juana Man. Do you remember Juana Man? Unfortunately, yes. Oh, you don't <laughs> like Juana Man? Oh, I love. It Juana was the Man. guy that wanted to be the female it, basketball player. He played player? in the NBA yeah. and got kicked out of the NBA and decided to play as a woman. Yeah. And played in the WNBA and and you know and did really really well and blah blah. But but again, could that happen? Could that happen that, you know, a, a, a college athlete gets banged up at Syracuse University and decides, uh, what was the kid that just left the team? Oh, uh, Geno Thorpe. Geno Th- can Geno Thorpe come back and play for the girls' team if he has some, some hormone some therapy and, 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 you, and use up his eligibility? Gina Thorpe. Yeah, Gina Thorpe. Gina Thorpe. Can Gina Thorpe come back out and plead hardship, no pun intended? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a it's a tricky area we're in right now. Maybe and that's then, what happened. Maybe <laughs> maybe maybe Gino here, discovered here. he was Gina. I don't know. Is it possible? <laughs> Is I highly doubt it. I dream of Gina. I will come back and come back and ready to close things up. All right, let's close it up. Here on the Daniel Baldwin Show, ESPN Radio, Syracuse. Don't miss the Upstate Lacrosse Show this and every Saturday at 9 a.m. Hosted by Syracuse University four-time All-American Rick Beardsley and News Channel 9 Sports Director Stephen Fonte. Covering men's and women's college, club, pro, and high school lacrosse teams from Central New York. Expert analysis, guest interviews, and previews of upcoming matchups. It's the Upstate Lacrosse Show. Saturdays at 9 a.m. on ESPN 97.7 FM. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show, presented by Del Lago Resort and Casino. Hey now! That was loud music going on there, Tom. Hey now, let me try it again. Hey now! And we're back. We only have a few minutes left, but you know, I wish they would let the mic roll and people could hear what we talk about, because it's pretty funny a lot of the stuff we come up with in between, trying to explain ourselves while we're just ranting about nothing. Um... So we've been having this ongoing discussion, as you know, about playing softball. I have now come to the conclusion that that is probably never going to, we're never going to be in a league and play and blah, blah, blah. So that's not going to happen. So what we've come up with now during the break is maybe we should put it out there to another radio station or one of the TV stations or whatever. We will take on all challengers. Mm -hmm. So get a hold of us. 
Let us know if you would like to take on ESPN, and we'll do some kind of like charitable game. I, you know, it, it, it'd come out. Oh, let's go play. We'll play. Uh, you know, against so and so. And I said, no, no, no. Let's get a hold of the baseball team, and we'll do like one of those two for one tickets where we'll play the softball game a couple of hours before. If you buy a ticket for the game, you get to also come and see the celebrity softball game or whatever we're going to do. So I think that's a great idea. We'll tie it into some kind of a charity and do that. We could team up with uh, Fatty Salzone out there and put him out the Double Days game, Auburn Double Days. Do it like a four double this game. I like it. Or do a Lemoyne or something. Now, yeah. what's the big connection Salzone has with them? What is it? He just was their PA announcer forever. Then he moved away. Then he came back, and he's going to be their PA announcer again. Can you imagine him? Nobody. He has no idea what's happening on the field. Some but he guy to, named he, Sanchez. Yeah, he can read. So and so's heating and cooling. Joe presents. Salzone is the PA announcer for the Auburn Double Days. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Two for one hot dogs. Mm. Here. <laughs> if you parked in lot 475, your lights are on. But he There's can make a it. red charger. <laughs> he can make it so we can get out there, do our little uh, dog and pony show, and then the, then the game happens. Throwing out the first pitch tonight, Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> the raffle numbers are 427. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The left field bathrooms are currently closed for cleaning. <laughs> mm, the white zone is for immediate loading and unloading. No parking. No, <laughs> no betting for the double days. Joe Salzone, the PA He should come announcer. in and do some of it. He could hook it up. Yeah, maybe we can get him to reenact some of his best calls. As we get close. I see he's not doing play with There is an unlicensed dog in the park. <laughs> That's what it all it is. I think it is. Yeah, no, I like that. Uh-huh. I, I want some of, some of his pressure ones that he had to get out quickly. <laughs> Don't forget, Tuesdays are two for Tuesday. <laughs> right. Right. I like that. Dollar fifty Miller High Life's available now in the concession stand. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he had a syndrome where every when he fell back into the PA announcer? Yeah. <laughs> he just was always He's in the middle of the Wegmans going two for one cucumbers, ladies. <laughs> so seventh inning, last call for alcohol. <laughs> That'd be beautiful. All right, let's let's find out about that. Let's find out about taking on we're taking texts, we're taking calls, email us, you know where to get a hold of us. We'll take anybody on. We'll do it. All right. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow, Brent X. Is up next. This is ESPN Radio Syracuse.